Avery Stemple has been coming out to local poetry readings and open mics since the late 90s. He's been featured at many regional literary events since. Last December, Avery graced the stage at the Linda, WAMC's performing arts studio in Albany, for the Year in Review show. There he read, as some have called it, his signature mushroom poem. This one is uh, Dao de Mogu. If you can watch, if you can listen, if you are open to learn, the mushroom can teach. Sit, meditate, prepare, spread, myceliate, fruit furiously when conditions are right, know when to let go. Have patience, create balance, be adaptable the way of the mushroom. I asked Avery where the inspiration for that poem came from. I grew up on a sawmill and always going to the woods with my dad and my mom. And, you know, my mom, before my brother was born, I was, you know, an only child until I was five. And my mom would pack, up, pack us lunches and my dad would cut trees and we would just wander through the Catskill Mountains. And, you know, I would love the trees and obviously love spending time with my mom but i do you know just remember finding like there's just tons of mushrooms you know so i was always fascinated with with mushrooms so you know mushrooms have always been percolating in in my uh subconscious in my early 20s late teens i dabbled with a variety of psychedelics uh, and psilocybin was always one of my my favorites i like the downloads that 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 i would get from that medicine and you know i i wrote a variety of short pieces then based on mushrooms and envisioned a whole like kind of photography book uh with involving mushrooms that was sort of like a a story that had the mushrooms as, you know, conscious beings establishing outposts and kind of, you know, getting mowed over by lawnmowers. And, you know, so it was, it, I, I've definitely approached the fungal kingdom from a variety of directions in my creative work. And that Dao de Mogu uh, piece was crafted out of creating this mushroom farm and really getting even deeper into the soil with with mushrooms. Avery goes on to explain how nature was his safe space growing up and how those experiences shaped his writing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I definitely draw energy and peace from being in nature, uh, it's, you know, I, I think having some of my formative years, basically just being in the forest and my, as I grew into my teens, like that was my safe space. Like I would leave my house when I was feeling troubled and just wander through the trees of my, you know, um, my family's property, we walk up to the, to the sawmill, you know, kind of really hands-on touching the, the wood and, and being able to get my frustrations by breaking, you know, out by breaking, you know, br- dead branches and, 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 and 
enjoying the the vistas and things of the the mountains or behind my grandparents' house. So, you know, I you could just about see the light coming from Albany from the top of the mountain and and almost see the fireworks. Like you can kind of like see the light from the fireworks. So it was a it was a really beautiful spot growing up. And, you know, I was basically given a lot of freedom uh, to wander as long as I came back, you know, at a reasonable time. And, you know, this is before I really became a writer, you know, I would just breathe, sit and be. And then I turned that, you know, breathing, sitting and being into uh, pieces that reflected my inner being and, you know, ways that I wanted to share with others that experience of peace that I had watching a cloud pass by or listening to the breeze rustle the, the leaves or the burble of a creek. And, you know, it was a way for me to put onto paper and into a more concrete reality what I was experiencing. When the pandemic hit and his job as manager of MPAC came to an end, Avery shifted his focus to a dream that he shared with his girlfriend, Amy, and together they opened a mushroom farm in Lansingburg. And, you know, with the pandemic furloughing me for uh, having managed the Performing Arts Center at RPI, you know, I decided to, to do this complete pivot because I uh, um, my girlfriend, Amy, she had been growing mushrooms for about 10 years or so. And one of the things that got us together was our mutual appreciation of fungi. And our phones were, you know, both filled with pictures of mushrooms, uh, you know, in situ in the, in the woods. And, you know, we were always um, saying offhandedly, oh, wouldn't it be nice to, to start a mushroom farm someday? I asked Avery why he chose the city of Troy for the farm. Yeah, I mean, I I, I love Troy. I, I Having worked at RPI for 12 years, uh, you know, I got my master's degree at Sage uh, Colleges, my two master's degrees that I'm definitely using right now. And I, when my wife and I, you know, decided to go our separate ways, Troy was one of the spaces that, you know, cities that I really looked at to, to make a home. And you know, one, I, I, I did, I appreciated where I was at RPI, but two, I, I love the community there. I mean, there are so many people doing really creative things and, and making connections. And now that I am further embedded into like the, the business end of creating those communities, I can see how amazing it is that different people want to work together. And, you know, I'm sure that this happens in other cities and other places as well, but Troy is, is, is really known for people creating partnerships and, you know, supporting each other. Uh, Oliver at Primo Botanica, you know, gets our mushrooms and turns them into chocolates. And we, we work together on a, we made a, a cacao uh, vision quest non-psychedelic chocolate drink. Uh, you, you know, a lot of the restaurants in Troy are getting our mushrooms. And when we go to those restaurants now as just patrons, because we, you know, there were places that we were buying from already and, and, and you know, enjoying, 
now it's you know they're like oh my god it's mushroom people you know and and it's it's just it's it's such a great warm feeling and i hope that us being up there in lansingburg is going to be another like cornerstone for others to try to create more creative businesses and places for people to gather there are a few trickles coming from downtown that are trying to establish themselves in in other spots of troy but it seems so hard and the downtown is supported and showcased so vibrantly and so frequently by everybody in as like that's what troy is when there is so much more to troy the fact that there is in the city environs so many parks and places to engage with wilderness really speaks to me. And with community building in mind, Collar City Mushrooms is now home to a monthly literary open mic. Yeah, I mean that, you know, it's we we are a yes and place. If someone comes to us with an idea you know, we, we want to see how we can make it happen because we, we are an incubator. And when Nancy and Dan, who had been running the second Sunday poetry uh, open mic out of the art center, had to look for a new location because the art center lost some of their funding and couldn't be open on Sundays regularly anymore, they reached out to us first as a, you know, knowing that I was a fan of poetry and had a location where we, we could potentially host um, a, a reading. And, you know, I was like, absolutely, let's, let's do it. Let's make it happen. You can learn more about Avery Stemple and all the great things that are happening at Collar City Mushrooms at their website, collarcitymushrooms.com. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.